0: hey what's happening everybody welcome back to the lucky rants welcome back to anime casuals i'm your host lucky it is saturday you guys know what it is we're talking about the tap the, 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 the top 10 top 10 anime of the week <laughs> i went to another uh, state or maybe even another country when i said that uh so this is according to anime corner and yeah so i've watched one of these i'm going to go into some big ass detail uh with because i haven't talked about it before um But why don't we start off, and also, if you guys haven't listened to the Weekend Talk yesterday, some of these will be on here, so if I don't mention it, uh, it's just because we mentioned it yesterday, and I'll let you know which ones were mentioned uh, as we go along. So anyway, let's start off with number 10, Jahi-sama, won't be discouraged. So, still haven't gotten into this. I got to about episode 2, and I'm not following my own rules, guys. If you guys are new here, first off, welcome. Uh, basically I had, um, I have this rule, had this rule, uh, that I don't follow, which is the three episode rule. The three episode rule means you give an anime at least three episodes. If it doesn't catch you by three, that's about a fourth of the, of, of most series or at least most seasons, right? Cause usually it's about 12 to 13 episodes. So if it doesn't get you by the first fourth of it, um, then I don't see the point in, uh, then I think that's a reasonable time to let go of the series. But if you stop it at one or two, I mean, that's not nearly enough. However, I stopped it too. <laughs> I stopped it too, and I, I didn't keep going with Jahi-sama. So if, like, I, I've talked about this series before. It's a lot like uh, Devil is a Part-Timer, where there is a de- this uh, demon lord. She's kind of like the right hand to the top demon lord in the underworld and one day like this girl who looks like fucking sailor moon comes in and just destroys the power source of the underworld which is this gigantic crystal uh when she does that she ends up being jahi is the girl's name she ends up uh, being teleported to the regular world uh since she doesn't have any power she doesn't have her how should we say this voluptuous figure and is turned into like a little kid um however she does keep one part of the uh she does keep one part of her uh, little crystal thing and it's just enough for her to transform for a certain amount of a uh, certain amount of time so she uses that to become an adult or become her her old form and work at a bar and it kind of goes from there and a lot happens in the first episode i actually was surprised that i didn't watch the second episode yet i was actually really surprised i was like wow a lot a lot of stuff happened in the first episode um not saying that it's bad i just it, it threw me um I, I, there was a couple of other anime that I really wanted to watch at the time and yeah, I just didn't get too much into it. Uh, but if you guys are a big fan of devil's part-timer and you know, who knows when, uh, I don't even like talking about season twos anymore, man. So it's so depressing. Uh, but yeah, this one's a pretty good one. Uh, I just don't know how, I mean, it seems like it's gotten pretty good. Um, I don't know what episode they're on now. I think they're in the close to 10 or around 10 uh if i'm not mistaken maybe i am mistaken but anyway uh definitely check that one out it is on verve uh anyway number 9 is irina the vampire cosmonaut this one's been a lot of fun don't think i watched the most recent episode which i believe is episode <clears throat> 5 and this one has been a treat um if you guys haven't seen it just about a uh just like how we we did tests on animals in order to you know so we'd we'd put like a a dog or a monkey into a rocket, throw it up in space because we didn't know if humans could survive it. So we decided, the you know the the usual, typical fucked up human thing to do. Why don't we send something else that can't that can't say no, uh, into space for us? So they ended up do, doing this with a dog at first. Then they were like, oh yeah, that that thing ended up dying. Then they put, um, then they had the bright idea. At least this version of I guess it's Russia. I'm not completely sure. Um, but think of it as a cold war. So everybody's trying to get to space, like to get to the moon first. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, this version of Russia decides, Hey, we have vampires here. Why don't we send one of their asses up there? Cause they're technically not human. And yeah, this is, this has been a really good, uh, ride so far. Uh, in the most recent episodes, I, like I said, I don't think I watched the most recent, recent episode, but, uh, from what I remembered, we were getting over some of Arena's, uh, fears, a little bit of a spoiler there. Um, I won't say exactly what the fear was, but, uh, you know, her and, I'm going to be real with you, I can't remember the, the guy's name that she is um, working with. So, um, basically, there is this guy who kind of went against the Superior, and he got demoted, but since he had such a, he had a really good uh, sense of purpose and all that stuff, and was a top-ranking uh, cosmonaut they decided to put him in charge of this vampire and her training to get, you know, get ready for the moon and all that stuff. Um, we also know that a little bit of, uh, it seemed like they were in a rush to get this rock, uh, this, uh, uh, space thingamajig. I don't even know what you would call it. I guess it's a rocket, but you know, the, 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 the shuttle part of it, um, they're in a rush to get it up there. Cause they have, they have a two week deadline to meet, uh, which makes me think this is only going to be one season, but I'm not completely sure. Uh, so they're kind of rushing it, which is, you know, a little worrisome. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, definitely check that one out. That is on Funimation. Uh, I thought I heard something about there being a dubbed at some point, but I'm not too sure. I, it doesn't seem like it's so far. Number eight is Taisho Otome Fairy Tale. Really, really fun series so far. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, good chemistry in in the in this house. Basically, a a young man has uh was in a car accident with his mother his mother died he ends up getting a uh his right hand his dominant hand ends up getting crippled uh he can no longer use it and his father casts him out to a via um his family via and uh villa whatever you want to call it and he ends up sending him a wife to uh to take care of him or a bride uh so it's, it's actually his fiance they're not married yet and yeah, so this and this guy this kid is severely depressed. As any anybody should be if they are uh, cast away from their family and told that they're completely useless. And this little girl, this girl is just a ball of light. She's 14. I don't know how old he is. I I, I would imagine at least 17, but he might be a little bit older. I'm not I'm not completely sure. Um really cool to see uh, in the rec- in the episode that I watched um we were meeting his uh, sister uh like i said, I don't think i watched the most recent recent episode we we met his sister his sister um ends up uh, moving in for a little bit she wants to stay over there she has a little bit of an attitude however uh this young girl i cannot remember the damn girl's name uh, it's hard to remember all these names by the way you guys uh, i just want to let you guys know that um the the hard life of an anime of an anime podcaster anyway she ends up uh the bride ends up getting um to the sister and ends up changing her ways quite a bit and we get to see a lot of that uh as we go along but we also get to see uh when the young bride is uh, um it becomes sick uh the husband is since he is crippled is almost useless in trying to take care of her and that's what he feels so it'll be interesting to see cuz you know you don't really think about what would happen if you lost um you know, use of your dominant hand or just one hand in general. There's a lot of things you can't do with without two hands. So, uh, seeing seeing him go through that is actually really really cool. And also seeing her light up his day is is always so. Um, I don't know. It's it's just really fun to watch. Number seven is Komi uh, Komi can't communicate. This is this is fantastic. Oh sorry, uh, Taisho Otome Fairy Tales on Funimation. Um, Komi can't communicate. Wow, dude. This one has been awesome. Uh, bro, every single time Komi, uh, has those big old eyes, dude, like, it's just so funny. I don't know. Oh, whoever decided, to, like, I don't know if the manga is like this, but whoever decided to like animate it or draw it like that was genius. Genius. I know that sounds really stupid, what I'm saying, but like, it's just really funny. The, the, um, what what would you call it? Like the, the clash between what everybody thinks of her, like all the class, and what she actually is so for people who have never seen it basically it is about a young girl who is very socially anxious and can't even speak to people finally finds a this guy who is also pretty you know he's, he's trying to striving to be as average as possible and try and get out of the spotlight but ends up befriending this girl um finds out that she wants to make 100 friends and is deciding to help her uh try and make those 100 friends or 99 friends 99 friends, 100 friends, something like that. But anyway, it was... Uh, <laughs> they, these, these people are a cast of characters, man. Uh, let's just say that. So even, you know, from the that's from the first episode. The second episode, we meet uh, a very charismatic person. The third episode, we get to meet um, uh, a librarian-type girl. Uh, and I, I don't know, a t- typical geek. Like, think of Velma from Scooby-Doo. And we get to see her relationship with Comey come along. One of the things that I will say is just how funny it is when Comey, it, it's, you know what it reminds me of? I, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen Dexter's Laboratory um, back on Cartoon Network, but it's all about this like little kid who uh, who I don't even remember how old he was, but he must have been in at least elementary school, except he was like so smart that he bumped all the way up to high school, and he, uh, he has this laboratory and stuff, and I remember he ends up uh, trying to learn French and one of the things that people do like when they're trying to learn new languages they'll, they'll have like a little recorder or something like that or a little tape thing player and they'll put it put on the headphones at night so that they can like listen to it when they go to sleep and he ends up uh what, what's it called? it uh his cd or tape thing ends up getting stuck on omelet do omelet du fromage and that's all you can say for the rest of the episode and everybody's just like oh my god he's so smart because all he says is omelet du fromage and it's like for some reason, everybody just keeps twisting it into like random things. Like the teacher asks, "Like what's two 2? Two? Dexter. Dexter, "Am le fromage." Oh yeah, yes, exactly. And it's like, what? How the hell did he get that? That's what it feels like with Comey can't communicate. Like everybody, everybody just l- listens to her silence, and they're like, "This is what she means," you know. And but she gets a she gets by because of these other people. That weirdly enough, right? Weirdly enough, we would call that since you know, I also have a mental health. Uh, youtube channel and podcast which you can also check out um it i think it's actually kind of enabling her to stay that way but i know she, but since she knows since she doesn't want to she's trying to get out it's a very interesting show it's a lot i think it's a lot deeper than a lot of people would think as, as somebody who's been diagnosed with social anxiety it's definitely one of those things where you start to notice things around and it, you put if you put yourself in that situation it does definitely. um I can sympathize with it. I can definitely uh, empathize with it. Uh, And number six, guys, this this one, I was very surprised at this show. I was very surprised. I have not caught up, but I am on episode three. It's called Ranking of Kings. I was actually supposed to do this podcast a lot sooner, and then I ended up going to see The Eternals. Very good movie, by the way, if you want to check that out from the Marvel uh, Studios. But anyway... I watched, like, two episodes of this, and I was about to go to three, and then I realized I had to go to the theater. Uh, Yeah, Ranking of Kings. Also, Comic Can Communicate on Netflix. Uh, Ranking of Kings. Wow, guys. This – I might be making a video about this soon. This anime really threw me off. It really got me to the point where I was like, wow, this could be the anime – this could be my anime of the season. I'm not too sure. But – yeah. It, so basically, the idea of it, we did talk about it a little bit last time. But basically, the the the, the idea of it is, um, each place is ruled by a king. There is a king ranking system, uh, based off of your subjects, your kingdom, but also on how powerful you are. Uh, if you're you have the the same strength as a hero, that kind of stuff. Um, there is this young boy named Bijou. I think I think is his name. Uh, who is dumb, deaf sorry dumb and deaf so um meaning he can't uh he can't hear and he can't speak um so he ends up uh you know he he can do like sign language and stuff really cool to watch like animation sign language uh it's really yeah i i just i don't know it's just not something that i see a lot so when i saw it i was like wow this is actually kind of different which is actually the theme of this whole show it seems like something really different than what i've seen So that's why I'm really enjoying it. That's kind of how I felt with uh, those Snow White notes. Like, yes, it was a music anime, but there was something different about it. But um, Bijou ends up meeting this guy, this, um, I don't know, I really don't know how to explain this figure to you, but his name is Kage. He's part of the Shadow Clan. And he's basically just like a shadow. I, I really, like, think of a puddle of darkness with two eyes. That's basically what Kage is. But he also has a mouth and has hands and stuff. So in order for uh, Bija... man, I really, I don't remember. Uh, ba- ba- Bashi, Bashi, that's his name, something like that, Baji or something like that. Um, I'll just call him the prince for right now. Uh, he ends up meeting uh, this this uh, this uh, dude named Kage. Kage ends up saying, "Hey, give me everything that you need, you have." Uh, prince doesn't have anything on him, so he gives him his clothes. Does that for like a couple more days, and then um, Kage eventually decides hey you know i'm just gonna follow him over to the castle and whatnot um as he's doing that baji is getting or prince is getting completely uh like decimated by people and who are like oh yeah don't worry he can't hear us and anything like that then once we get to the castle we start to realize that that the prince can understand these people he can read lips um so he can't understand these people and he's been holding in a lot of uh of anguish and once and so what we talked about last week was this is supposed to be a seinen anime meaning it's more towards geared towards young adults or adult males and i could see why because it it as much as it seems shown in right because it's a young boy um let's not get into the I, I won't get into the other stuff but it's a young boy coming of age all that stuff um I can definitely tell why it would be more geared towards young adults and adult males is because it's more because of the, um, Oh man, what, what do you say? It's, it's, it's this idea of being a cast off from, from society and not getting the things that um, you deserve, but willing to fight for them anyway, as much as I think that that story would fit a young man as well. A young boy, um, this, this, it definitely fits uh fits this a lot uh, better but yeah it's really cool to watch um a um, really interesting animation i don't know how to describe it 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 almost reminds me of like western it, uh, you know how like when avatar the, the last airbender like how that's western people do mimicking anime it feels like for this one it's like it's like a japanese animation trying to mimic some western animation it's really cool it's like it's a really cool mash uh like mashup of things but very awesome it's on Funimation definitely definitely check this one out I'm telling you guys this one uh, I hope I don't jinx myself but this one's definitely <laughs> every time I say this one's like a, a sleeper hit I, I end up sleeping on it anyway uh number five and have not seen the most recent episode but last week's episode was number one for a reason uh dude freaking amazing I'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna meet uh another character in this But yeah, we're starting to get some idea of um, Miroko chan, who is this girl who, uh, sorry, Miko, who is this girl who can see dead people. Uh, And we also learned that her friend has some supernatural affinity as well, but I won't go into that as much. Uh, We ended up talking a little bit about it. And yeah, this was, this was, uh, this is definitely an interesting show. I don't know exactly how to like, Place it it's uh, like comedy horror is the best way you can describe this show and it definitely uh, definitely got to check out the the next episode because on this list they also have little um, pictures uh, for people to check out um, and like thumbnails and yeah I can definitely see which character we're gonna get introduced next by the way I'll have a link to that uh, the the this particular post in the description if you guys want to check it out along with me I forgot to say that at the beginning Um, but anyway number four is uh, my senpai is annoying this one has been getting very very good um i'm really enjoying the you know listen as as all the jokes aside you know yes this is about a young oh, okay well, okay this is about a young woman <laughs> who looks a lot like a really really young girl who you know doesn't get taken seriously and also uh, in in terms of social society and also romantically Um, and yeah, that could be a really tough thing. That's, I, I, you know, even though I joked around about about it a lot, it does hit the heartstrings because I mean, listen, what, what would happen if you still look like the way you did in first grade? I mean, this girl could pass for kindergarten. I'll be real with you. Uh, but yeah, what would happen? Right. And everybody else grew up around you and you never had a chance to explore, you know, but you, you still have the feelings of an adult. And I think it's a really good, uh, I think it's a really good, um refreshing take on it you know um because you know everybody kind of goes for the lollies and all that stuff but you know in this case it's really somebody just you know probably wishing they never were a lolly in the first place uh wishing they never did look like this really young girl uh and yeah and then we also get to see another relationship uh going parallel with uh with her and her senpai that's basically the idea this sen- also i love her senpai her senpai is awesome he's this gigantic dude who is by the way always hooks it up for her whenever she's in the more recent episode she was sick and he kind of you know they, they kind of played off of that a little bit uh but there was also this you know he, he's like this huge guy they go to like mcdonald's in the first episode or whatever the Whatever their their made up McDonald's is, he ends up eating like ordering like three freaking burger meals. <laughs> she gets like a kid's meal, so it's not only that she is she looks like a kid, she also has like the taste of a kid. Uh, so yeah, she's always eating drinking like red bean soup, uh, uh, you know, like the little warm up drinks that you get in the in the uh, vending machines and stuff. It's a really good uh, good anime overall, and I, I really do like the um, how simple it is, right? uh number three and number two we did talk about yesterday number three is the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat number two is mashoku tensei number one is 86 although i have never watched 86 before i definitely gotta do my research a little bit i'm sure a lot of you are probably screaming like oh i can't believe you didn't watch 86 yet i i know i know i know even though it's a mecha anime and it's all about discrimination my two favorite things in the world actually hold on let me not say that Maybe I should word that better. Uh, <laughs> discrimination is not one of my favorite things in the world. It is awesome to, to I think anime does a really good job of bringing up discrimination in a way that um, doesn't get like super political. And I think that's I think that's always really uh, really nice because uh, you never want to like uh, you you want to get your message across without you know throwing a. A big judgment finger at the at the uh, person uh that's watching it so yeah i think uh i think uh, i definitely gotta check that out at some point maybe one of these days when i when i uh you know get a day off from editing i'm just gonna like binge watch it and you guys will never see me again but anyway guys uh remember uh, once again i am not doing shows on sunday so go ahead and enjoy your sundays um i'll be back on monday it will actually we'll be back on monday with casual discussion about uh my hero academia he world heroes mission i think is the name of the the movie so if you haven't seen that maybe you want to check that out this weekend so you can uh, check out our casual discussion which will also be on youtube uh don't forget you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below also if you'd like to email us you can email us at anime casuals with an s real r e a l at gmail.com but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual